Hello and welcome to the Black Millennial Revolution. My name is Kiana Michelle, also known as Key, and you are tuned in to another episode here at the Black Millennial Revolution. So community, what is going on? What is going on? What is going on? I know it has been, what, about two months? June 7th was the last podcast episode that I posted. So it's been two months since I posted um, a podcast episode. And I, I, you know, I, I know that, you know, some of you all may be truly annoyed by this and, 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 you know, yeah, I can understand it. I, I can get it. That's all I'm going to say is I understand it. I get it. Um, and I don't think that's wrong for you all to be annoyed at all. Um, but I, I needed that break. I needed that time to really think about, you know, just really reflect you know, on, on the show, and not only reflect on the show, just really reflect on what's going on within the black community. Um, you know, I, I feel like as a black woman um, doing this show, I, 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 I don't understand why, you know, I'm here pushing for black unity, pushing for black empowerment, but there are people within the community that are doing the complete opposite. And there's also, I've been seeing a lot of men in the community doing the complete opposite. And, you know, do I consider myself a leader? Yeah. At the end of the day, we need men in our community to be leaders. That's just the reality of the situation. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we need men in our community to step up and be the leaders that this community needs. It's, it's just, it's just the reality of this situation. It really is. It, it really is. Um, so, you know, it, it can be really um, disappointing, man, when you when you got people out here um, just really bringing down the community. You know what I'm saying? But you're out here wanting to do the complete opposite. And it's like, yo, like, I just feel like black people don't really realize, you know, and I don't want to generalize, so I'll say some black people don't really realize that we are at war here. We we are at war. We, we've been at war way before the coronavirus, but now we are really at war. This is a spiritual warfare. You know what I'm saying? Um, so this this podcast episode is really going to emphasize on the spiritual warfare that... Not only we are collectively going through as a human race, but that black people and that black nations are truly going through and have been going through for years, for years, for years. So many of you all have heard that there was another earthquake in Haiti. There was an earthquake in Haiti. I mean, truly devastating. I... I you know, when I found out the news, all I could do was cry. I, I, I just found myself saying, you know, this is just so sad and just so devastating. And in a, in a sense, you know, the tears come from feeling, you know, like, like helpless in a sense. Like you want to you wanna support your people because I am half Haitian for the people that are um, just now tuning in. You want to support your people. You want to help your people, and then at the same time, you 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 wonder like, how like is my help going to even be enough? You know, these are just the thoughts that sometimes come to my mind. So so, anyways, you know, 
there's, there's an, there has been an earthquake in Haiti. The president was also recently assassinated this summer as well, right? So now we have some people online that have been really showcasing a lot of support for Haiti. You know, I, I would say a lot of people. I won't say some. There's been a lot of people within the within the black diaspora showcasing a lot of support for Haiti. Um, and shout out to you all. I think that's a beautiful thing when the diaspora comes together. But we have had some people, you know, a small you know portion of people that have, you know, not really been supporting, you know, or, or being empathetic at all towards these situations, and instead really victim-blaming the Haitians, saying, well, what, what have the Haitians done to God for God to do this to Haiti? What have the Haitians done to God? Why is all this stuff happening to Haiti? What have the Haitians done? The Haitians didn't do anything to God. But the Haitians killed their slave masters. I'm going to repeat that again. The Haitians didn't do anything to God, but the Haitians killed their slave masters. Haiti is the first black independent country, right? In the Western Hemisphere. So what Haiti has been experiencing in the past and is currently experiencing now is spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. Think about even in America, the predominantly black areas in America, right? Think about them. Think about them. Think about Detroit and and what was going on in Detroit, right? Or Flint, I should say. Flint, Michigan. What was going on in Flint with the water? What was going on there? That is spiritual warfare, man. Think about even with this coronavirus, right? I I know that some of us are, you know, opposed to the vaccines. And some of us, you know, are completely okay with getting the vaccines. I I honestly believe whatever you want to do with your body is whatever you want to do, right? But number one, they have been forcing, they want to force all Americans to get the vaccine, right? But who are they really emphasizing to get this vaccine the most? Who who do they really want to get the vaccine the most? What race do they really want to get the vaccine the most? Black people. And now they will go and tell you, oh, it's because you all are getting the vaccine, the, 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 the getting the virus the most. No, we're not. Listen. I live in a predominantly black area. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody got this virus. Have people died? Yeah. But it wasn't from no damn coronavirus. You know? So it's like, you you really got to start thinking about that. Why y'all want black people to get this vaccine the most? We're not even the biggest population in America. Why y'all want black people to get this vaccine the most? Black people, we are in the midst of spiritual warfare. And you gotta and you gotta realize that. We are in the midst of spiritual warfare. So when people say, 
what did the Haitian people do to God? The Haitian people didn't do anything to God. I, there was even some people saying, oh, it must be the voodoo. It must be the voodoo. As if all Haitian people do voodoo. I only know one Haitian person that does voodoo out of all the Haitian people that I know. I don't know any Haitians like that that practice voodoo. Only one woman. Only one woman. And there's also tons of black Americans that practice voodoo as well. There's people in Africa that practice voodoo. There's people all over the damn world that practice voodoo. That don't got to do with this. At all. It's the spiritual warfare. It's the spiritual warfare. That's what it is. It's the spiritual warfare. Haiti killed their slave masters and became the first black independent country. That 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 rebellion ignited slave rebellions in America. The slave masters in America were nervous when they heard about that rebellion that happened in in Haiti because they knew that if the slaves in America heard about it, they would try to do the same thing. And which they did. So when people have this idea like, oh, the slaves were just dead chilling. No, there was a lot of slave rebellions. A lot. So, you know, I, I, I really want black people to understand we are in the midst of spiritual warfare. And I also want to emphasize regarding um, the notion that I made about the vaccines once again. Because I know there are going to be some people listening to this like, wait, so is she saying we can't get the vaccine? I'm not saying that. So I'm, gonna, I'm going to restate that statement again. Because I know that we live in a world where people love to twist and turn other people's words, right? So let me, let me, let me restate that statement again. I do not care whether you get the vaccine or not, right? Whatever you want to do with your own body is whatever you want to do. I I truly believe that everybody should have their own choice when it comes to this vaccine, right? There are some people that have other health issues that make them very wary of getting that vaccine. I know one woman that said online she has um, sickle cell and she already gets blood clots. And so she knows that some of the vaccines cause blood clots. So she's like, if I almost died in 2020 because of my blood clots, why would I go and get a vaccine that I, that I heard has caused some people blood clots? I I don't, I don't want to do that. Is that wrong? Absolutely not. That's her experience. And that's also her damn body, right? So once again, I don't, I don't think it's wrong whether you want to go get the vaccine or not. There's some people that are like, you know what? I want to get the vaccine because I just want to be, you know, better safe than sorry. I don't think that's wrong. There are some people that are like, you know what? I got to get the vaccine because, you know, my job is, you know, telling me I got to get it. And I like this job. I want to keep the job. So I'm going to go get the vaccine. I don't think that's wrong. Whatever you want to do is whatever you want to do. Straight up, right? You know, I know there's a lot of divide and conquer happening with the vaccines in America, which is what this country loves to do with everything. Divide and conquer. Democrats, Republicans. You know, Republicans, divide and conquer. Um, blacks and whites. Di- everything in America is divide and conquer. Every- everything in America is divide and conquer. Everything. Everything. That- that's how you control the masses, is by dividing them. 
right? So this is another uh, example of that. These vaccines, oh, the unvaccinated versus the vaccinated, divide and conquer. Mind you, there are a lot of people that have gotten that vaccine that still got COVID and still passed it on to other people. So it's like, it, 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 you know, it's this is a, just a, a universal thing. It's not about the vaccinated. It's not about the unvaccinated, you know. We, we live in, in, and I'm being specific when it comes to America, we live in a very individualistic society. And the coronavirus is really showing us that. We can't co- really cooperate and come together no matter how much we try because we live in an individualistic society. It's every man or woman for themselves. Sadly. Sadly, right? So once again, like, I, like I'm trying to state here, I do not care what you do. Straight up. Whatever you want to do is whatever you want to do. Whether you want to go get that vaccine, whether you don't want to get that vaccine, whatever you want to do is whatever you want to do. But what I'm saying is, why... Out of all the races, why out of all the races, they are pushing black people to get that vaccine the most? That is what I'm asking. That is what I'm asking. The media is telling you all that black people have been getting this vaccine when when that's not the case. That is absolutely not the case. And data online showed that. That That is absolutely not the case. And it's crazy that people still... Believe the media, especially black people, when the media lies on black people all the time. You know, they, they didn't even want black people to have their own form of media because they didn't want black people to tell their own truth or to tell their own stories. Come on, you all. Come on. So that is what I really want you all to think about. It's not a matter of. Oh, you know, it's, you know, it's wrong for you to get the vaccine or it's right. Like I said, do what you want to do and do whatever makes you feel comfortable. Do whatever makes you feel comfortable. But what I'm asking you all is why, why are they pressuring and putting a major emphasis on black people getting that vaccine? That is, that is all, that is all I'm asking you all. That is all I'm asking you all. And some of you all may say, well, maybe it's because we're getting the the virus the most. No, we're not. So what's the other argument? What what is the other argument? This, This country is a predominantly white society. And after that, I believe the next population is, um, Hispanics and Latinos, right? And, and I know that, um, being Latino is an ethnicity. So you can't be a black Latino. But there are also a lot of white Latinos here and a lot of indigenous Latinos here, here as well. So, 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 so why are we talking about this population that is one of the smallest populations in the country? Why are we, you know, come on. And, and think about, there's a lot of black leaders that didn't want their country to have the vaccine. The, the Haitian president was one of them, right? That's all I'm going to say. I ain't going to get too deep, 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 deep before people think it's conspiracy talk when it's really spiritual talk. I I think sometimes, um, you know, people like to say things are conspiracy when they know deep down in their soul it's not a conspiracy. There's a lot of truth to what's being said because it's spiritual talk.
That's why when people say, what did Haiti do to God? Haiti didn't do anything to God. Haiti didn't do anything to God. At all. But it damn sure angered the devil. So now what is Haiti going through? Spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. What 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 are other, you know, predominantly black cities in America going through? What what is Flint, Michigan going through? Spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. What is Chicago going through? Spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare is 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 what they're going through. So when we have some people within the diaspora kind of try to separate themselves almost like, "Oh gosh, what did Haiti do to God? What did, what did Haiti didn't do anything. So, so what did Flint, Michigan do to God? What, 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 what did Chicago do to God? What did some places in D.C. do to God? What did some of the hoods in Atlanta do to God? This is spiritual warfare. And, and I think once more black people realize this, it's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, okay, I get it. This is spiritual warfare. There's more than meets the eye, you know? Yeah, we're living in a, a, a 3D physical world that we see, but there's a whole spiritual world, a whole spiritual world that is much more alive than I think people want to realize. A whole spiritual world. So what Haiti is going through and several other black cities and nations are going through is spiritual warfare. And if you listen to this episode and there's still a part of you that doesn't agree, I can guarantee you that through from the next few months or even the next couple of years in these 2020s, you're going to start to see more examples of spiritual warfare on black cities, towns, and nations. This is spiritual warfare. So we really need to pray for our brothers and sisters in these other areas, you all. For real. For real, you all. Because we are at war. Way before the coronavirus. And now we are damn sure even more at war right now. We are at war. We are at war, you all. So all this division that we have in the community, this shit really gets to me. That's why I step back a little bit from the podcast. I'm like, yo, it's like, do some of us really not get it? We are at war. How are we fighting with each other when we are at war? Does that make sense? Really think about that. How are we fighting each other when we are at war? But when you really don't realize that you're at war, you're going you're gonna to be at war with your own people. And like I always tell you all, I get it. You're not going to be the best of damn friends with every black person that you meet. I get it. We don't live in a perfect, you know, sort of type of world. You know what I mean? I get it. I understand that. I really do. But think about sports teams. Or whatever team you've been on in your life. Whether it's a group project in school whether it's a dance team, a gymnastics team, whatever team you've been on in your, throughout your life, right? Did you get along with everybody 
in that team? Were you friends with everybody in that team? Maybe for some of you all, yeah. Maybe you were like, no, I actually really had a great rapport with everybody. But maybe for some of you all, you're like, no, I really, you know, I didn't get along with everybody. I wasn't friends with everybody, but we were teammates. That is how black people need to look at this shit. (laughs) You know, so when Dr. Claude Anderson said that black people don't understand that racism is a team sport, that was the realest shit I've ever heard. And not in my life. I don't want to make that exaggeration, but that was one of the realest shits I ever heard. (laughs) It was one of the realest shits I ever heard because it's very true. Racism is a team sport, you all. It's a team sport. And everybody is playing on a team but us. Everybody is playing on a team but us. And, and, and it's like, you know, we, we really got to break free from the mental shackles, my people. Which is why um, the first series that I had and that I did in the beginning of this podcast was Psychological Warfare. Because I stand ten toes on the notion that what holds black people back the most is psychological warfare. Why? Because when you control the mind, you control the body. And that's just facts. Psychological warfare. Psychological warfare, my people, is what holds this community back. So, community, I'm, I'm about to wrap this um, podcast episode up. But um, before I wrap this up, I know that you all are going to, you know, probably be wondering, all right, so w- are you coming back? <laughs> are you going to continue doing the show? Um, and to answer the question, um, I'm, I'm, re- I'm still really thinking about what to do. And I'm, I'm going to be really transparent with you all on that. Um, because I know that a lot of you all really love the show. And you all really appreciate the show. Um, but I'm, I'm really thinking about how I can really evolve the show on my end. You know what I mean? Um, so it's not necessarily like um, I want to end it or because I don't like the show at all. I, I'm just really wondering like... Um, how can I evolve the show or have I reached my peak with the show? Um, do I do segments? You know, what should I really do? Um, because ultimately I really want to have my own talk show. Um, but you know, I, you know, I'm just really trying to think about things. You also, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure this out. I, I don't want to be speaking on my visions because, um, I, I don't think that's right to speak too early on your visions, um, before they materialize. Um, but with that being said, you all, um, I, I'm still, I'm, I'm really thinking because I had also created a podcast for my, um, resale fashion brand. So I'm wondering if I can combine these shows together. I'm wondering what I can do, right? So, um, it's really me just sitting down with myself and really thinking about what I'm going to do with the show, Um, I really have been thinking about live shows and stuff like that. So it's really just me really thinking about what I'm going to do with the show. Um, so with that being said, you all, as always, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode here at the Black Millennial Revolution. And I hope you all have a great one. Bye now.